Hello and welcome to FNG1, the new fan's guide to Formula One and the world of motorsport. I am your co-host Chuck and with me as always is Sean. Hello everyone. Sean, I want to right off the bat congratulate you on uh, the winning season. What what have I won? Well, I mean, the the driver that wins the first race doesn't never oh. wins the championship. This couldn't have gone better. Checo could still win the championship. He could, but last time it was the driver that DNF'd that won. Oscar Piastri is winning the... Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be the most amazing turnabout for McLaren that you've ever seen. I don't even think I could comprehend McLaren coming back from this. No, no, I don't think that I can either. Zach Brown is sweating in his track pants right now. But no, hey. Your driver didn't win, which is historically good in the first race. Yeah. yeah. My drivers went one, two, which is a problem. That's actually totally. Yeah. I mean, one, two. I mean, who would have ever done that? Yeah. This is no good. God, that feeling, the one, two, and then what it feels the week after. I was so pissed. I was so pissed at the end of the race. I just threw my champagne flute on the floor. I remember feeling so untouchable at the last year i was like trying to temper my expectations like oh man one two look at that yeah only good things happen from there it's only positive that was so so what did you think of bahrain is it too raw should we not talk no, about we it we can do talk you, about bahrain do you want to talk about other stuff Up we can la- talk about cast iron again we haven't done that in over a year oh yeah how's how's your cast iron life going it's 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 exactly the same as it was before okay I like mine. It's just, it, yeah, it is a device for creating large amounts of smoke in my house. I have, well, I have mostly cast iron pots and pans now. We cannot do cast iron again. <laughs> the The six people that listen to this are, are like, their finger is hovering over the delete They're button. like, what in the shit is <laughs> fucking not again? Seriously. Uh, sorry, everyone, for the way my voice sounds. It's just how it decided to be today. I mean, it's a long celebration. Uh, you had you yeah had 48 hours. Now you need to kind of take it down, focus on the next race. It's true. Right. I really, I mean, it's early in the season. We're still working out the kinks in my voice, but I mean, overall, it sounds pretty strong. I mean, during testing, we were pleased with my voice and really everything that we thought was going to happen with it continued to happen. There was higher voice deg at Bahrain than expected. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried that uh, halfway through this uh, podcast, your voice is going to go out completely. Just gone. Just turns off. <laughs> All right. I'll stop being such a shit. No, no, but... it's fine. I will say that, like, I was fine. To- I was actually pretty pleased up until about lap 38, 39. Well, yeah, I would think so. Because I was like, this is going fine. What happened in lap 38, 39? I think it was around 41 was when it happened. Charles's car just shut off. It did. They just did the cool camera cut, and then it was him pulling to the side of the road. And I was like, well, I've seen that before. <clears throat> yeah, that's like a recurring theme. That's there was just no B-roll smoke. footage on, on Drive to Survive now. Well, we got a new revision of it because there was no smoke or anything interesting. Yeah, the car was just, wasn't the rolling car backwards quiet. down the hill on fire. car that just was, went quiet. This seems like an improvement. I think so, actually. But So, and Charles had replaced some parts of his car before we even started the season, am I correct? Correct, yeah. That's great news and a thing that you want to happen, right? Yeah. Um, again, like that was another thing that morning of I was like, okay, that's not ideal, but actually I can live with that. Replacing the battery store, not that big of a thing. It's not reliability from last year. This is all manageable. 
that same thing failed in the, the race. new thing the new yeah thing. the new part failed and i does, does that mean he has to replace it again he's probably going to be penalized i don't know it depends on what's wrong with the first one i saw something tonight uh and it's dodgy ish um i guess but that the second one did completely fail in the race and will not be salvageable i don't know about the first one um so we have to see, and he would actually get a grid penalty if he had to get a new one. Grid penalties on the second race. Right off the bat. All right. Starting up the season strong. So yeah, it's uh it's interesting because that's not the problem really here, thing. by the way, is that I'm making fun of you because it amuses me, but I recognize that most of the people who listen to this podcast are Ferrari fans, so I am actively antagonizing them, and for that I apologize. Is that actually true? I thought it was mostly Red Bull. And, and ah, there's a surprising no way number of McLaren people. But I've if you're much... one of the six people that listen to this, please tweet at us and let us know who you root for. If we we're gonna don't have a, we're know gonna have a and... perfect two Red Bull, two Ferrari, and two McLaren out of nowhere split. <laughs> and the McLaren fans the, are the ones that really hate us. There's no way the McLaren fans are even listening. Okay, so Bahrain was the perfect race. Red Bull won two. Uh, nothing, frankly, of note to Pretty talk resounding. about there. Pretty resounding. Pretty resounding. Uh, one of those, one of those races that I used to complain about during the tail end of the Lewis Hamilton era, where you know you never even see the front of the race because there's nothing interesting happening there. Yeah, like my driver drove off into the sunset, and they checked on him maybe twice during the whole broadcast. Just make sure his battery was working. Yeah, and just to listen to whatever random thing he was complaining about, because of course, the rest of it was more interesting. I think that we've, well, I'm sure we'll get into it more, but we've established what happened with Ferrari. Yeah, big story of the night was Fernando. Fernando and Aston Martin as a whole gotta give credit where credit's due to Stroll, which is not a thing that we say a lot. Where do you finish? Six. P6 with a broken wrist. I mean, and it's Lance Stroll. You know, we're not talking about, you know. He finished ahead of Russell? He did. He passed Russell near the end. George. (laughs) Yeah, George was thrilled. He had a George Russell had so many glowing things to say after the race. George, I don't know if you've read his thoughts. He's the most interesting interview because Toto and Lewis are usually pretty aligned, and then George is just saying whatever the hell comes to his mind. Like on Saturday, he's basically like, "Ferrari's in the dirt. We're going to kick their ass on race pace." And then it was like Sunday, like ah. Toto and Lewis are a walking PR firm. And George Russell just says precisely whatever's on his mind at that exact moment, even if he knows he's going to change his mind later. And I'm like, I don't think he actually looks at the data. He's just like, yeah, we're going to smoke him on race pace. I'm like, dude, are you reading like headlines from two weeks ago? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he declared uh, after the race that Red Bull would win every single race. Uh, He just stated it as fact. that's (laughs) That's not the most obscene thing. Like, He's probably got some good odds on that one. Eh, reliability alone says that that won't happen. There's 23 races. There's a, it's a, uh, it would it's, be that's a lot of time to drive a car. Yeah, Merck had not a good day. No, it that, was that car is for them. Broken. For them, not a good day. Yeah, the car sucks, right? The car is fundamentally wrong. 
are they going to change their, so they're the only ones doing their weird, ugly side pods, right? Yeah. Or their lack of side pods. Yeah. So that's pretty much done. I think, I think Toto's basically said that idea is messed up. I think the big risk for them is it turns out that that is actually the red herring to the whole thing where everybody. Uh, and so they're going to fix the side pods and make the car even fundamentally worse. Or it's just not, it's not going to fix it, but everybody's so fixated on the side pods. I don't know that they, it, it it's like Schrodinger's car concept because every week they both are not going to pursue a new concept and are pursuing a new concept. And so I don't know which one it is because I've heard both from Lewis this weekend that they wouldn't go away from it and Toto saying they would have a side pod concept by race four. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even know how they can afford to really change it. I think the second they change it, the years becomes really compromised because you've spent so much money developing two things. And, you know, I, I I'm not really sure what they do from here. Uh, maybe just try to optimize what they've got and then focus on next year's car. But that's a long time to kind of just say we're done for them. That doesn't seem like them. No. Did you hear what Checo said after the race? The, the three Red Bulls? Yeah, that there's three Red Bulls on the podium. Yeah. So Aston Martin has established that Red Bull side pods with a Mercedes engine is faster than the current Mercedes. Yeah, that's got, that's got to sting the most, I think, for Mercedes. I think that's got to be the very if 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 Lawrence Stroll buys all of your shit and makes it work better, then you've you've really fucked up somewhere along the way. Yeah, and, and they don't have the uh, there's not really the driver excuse because I, I was thinking about this thing with the top four teams. There's like five good drivers. Hmm. And so that that's actually made the dynamic really weird because you have Red Bull which has a huge spread in drivers. Aston Martin, which has a massive spread in drivers. Ferrari is showing to have a very large spread in drivers. So that actually mixed up the order, or at least made some things more interesting than they probably are. Right? Yeah, when but you, that's awesome. No, it is awesome. And then you have Mercedes, which both should be good drivers. I'm not saying Russell's as good as Hamilton, but um, that car's in hell. Right. Because both those guys are good, and they're just not getting it done. No, it, it looked bad. But uh, it is at least somewhat interesting we're getting some mix-up with the other three having a massive spread because I think I saw that on the race pace, Charles's deficit to max was something like 0.6, 6 tenths or something. Yeah, something and It like kind that. of got a little vague there because after a while you could tell he even shut it down. I was like, I'm just going to manage this for the rest of the race. Ha-ha, <laughs> the irony. But, um, <laughs> but his race pace to Checo was half that or less, right? Uh, I mean, so it's closer – Signs is in a bad place. He's he was half a second off Charles most that race. I mean, I'm just saying you can talk all the shit you want about the uh, the guy that's currently fourth in the standings. So yeah, that's true. He's got all the points. <laughs> I swear to God, it's him over there that he's over there like oh, unplug this little thing and see what happens. <laughs> he's back there with a soldering iron, just welding things together. Somehow Charles has two failures of like just a random battery pack. Nothing technical or anything super special about it <laughs> somewhere along like the 40th lap a little just bad bitmap image of dennis nedry pops up on his steering uh, wheel uh, uh. <laughs> he didn't say the magic word <laughs> no see i've convinced myself all weekend that it's going to come out that somebody had this energy store because they have to change parameters associated with it and it was set for like a test run of like 40 laps rather than a full and somebody forgot to change it to full race and it just went into an auto shutdown mode <laughs> awesome now it, it probably is that really a thing that could happen 
uh, I'm not going to You're say in a position no. where you can tell me things like that, and I somewhat believe you. I'm not going to say no. I mean, those things are way more complex than I have any insight to. No, I doubt that's something that happened, but it is really <laughs> bizarre that two failed on the same car, and no one else has really had a failure like this, maybe ever? Is Charles Leclerc cursed? I think so. How long before he's completely snake bit and does something really strange, like quits Formula One forever, go announces he's driving for Alpine or something, which is like quitting forever? I don't know. I was going to say, like, uh, the jokey answer versus the serious answer. I don't know. Sometimes he feels like kind of a Labrador retriever where he's just, he forgets and he's fine. Like Does he forget? Because he's got that thousand yard stare, man. Uh, he did have the thousand yard stare last year, but he's very quick to forget things that have gone bad, which is pretty wild because I would have might not have talked to anybody else. All I'm amazed you're here at all. <laughs> and I wasn't in the car. On the opposite side but, of the emotional spectrum, we do have to talk about Alonzo a little bit. Yeah, we do. I, he is having a he, great time. I've never seen any driver as happy as he currently is. You you half expect him to like jump up and click his heels walking I, down the hallway in the paddock. He was ecstatic, although we were so, so, so close to maybe the best storyline of the weekend. With Stroll taking Alonzo out. Stroll hitting Alonzo, <laughs> because Alonzo's radio is like, they can't do that, and be like, well, well, well. Mm-hmm. Let's but, discuss who. But even when they told him, he's so happy he did not care. No, he he's couldn't great, have like, cared less. In fact, I was listening to the driver radio, and he was like asking how he was doing, and said, "What did he say? Lance Stroll, Lance is my hero, or something." Driving yeah. like that. Yeah, there, there's a couple. There's a couple ways to read that because we do have to remember who owns. Well, the team. yes, he's obviously kissing the manager's ass, but I don't think that Fernando's the kind of guy that's just gonna. Just be a bootlick. No, he would he would call him a, an absolute idiot. Had he taken him out, I think that would have been the true magic. Yeah, well, but, that would have been amazing. No, I mean, I think they're riding a high. Like, he didn't expect to be a podium car. No. I well, think, well uh, he might have. Who knows? I mean, for, it's always Fernando time for Fernando. But, like... Um, so, <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm picturing that the fragrance that he wears is called Fernando time. <laughs> I swear to God, that wouldn't even surprise me. <laughs> I don't know. The dude is giddy. I gotta, I gotta say, I kind of like it uh, because he's a crazy good driver, and it's fun to see him in a car where he can do some of the absolutely brutal overtakes that he does sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I think it'll be. It's really a win-win all around because either you get to see Fernando at his best and you get a great year, or you get Fernando hitting that real high. And then we'll encounter some like uh, difficulties later on. And then you'll get to experience the other Fernando mode. So really, it's a win-win for us. Uh, this is about Schmore and Stroll? This is about just Fernando like burning a team to the ground when it doesn't like how it's going. Sweet. I'm on board either way. It's going to be good. Should the outside we chance for Ferrari is he plows through Max and Jekko and race start. Uh, so that's fine. Should we talk about Ocon? 
I mean, I don't think Ocon wants to talk about Ocon. This is a healing space. We are here to talk about all the things that people don't want to talk about. Is he still getting penalized? Yeah, I believe he's still sitting uh, in the car in the pit lane serving a series of penalties. It's been 48 hours. Got the penalty for not doing the penalty right. Yeah, that's really special. They got a penalty, then they got a penalty for not doing the penalty right, and then they they got got another penalty. For speeding, for after the penalty. speeding, and then did he get a track limits warning also? Who knows? I mean, at that point, like, what's what are you doing? <laughs> You're driving like me, or changing the tires like me. Just it's like doing whatever. In my own like focus on my world deteriorating, I didn't even notice that Norris had six pit stops. Yeah, that was pretty wild. <laughs> what the hell? His okay. I'm just going to start saying words here. His pneumatic pressure in his uh, yeah, something right. was not good. <laughs> yeah, he was basically losing the system pneumatic pressure and they were having to charge it up. Right. So they kept having to stop. So they had to have him stop every like eight laps or something to top it off. Well, and that was after Piastri had the blue screen of death on his steering wheel. Yeah, so it's been a really great year for McLaren so far. I'm going to call this the... You should never get rid of Danny Ricardo curse. Who? How dare you force the most beloved driver out of Formula One? Yeah, because I guess he quit everywhere else. They fired him. He quit everywhere else. They canned him, and they will pay the penalty, which is the 2023 season. I think somehow this is a Red Bull QAnon thing. Red Bull and on. This is Red Bull and on to get Ricardo back on the team and not put him in a car. Oh, I think they're just like scorched earth on every other team. <laughs> and they've decided to bring their boy back home and make him a part of it just for the funsies. Yeah, they planted some engineers at Mercedes and I'm like, this is going to work. Well, they, did, work. they did plant some engineers at Aston Martin. Yeah, somehow that was a, that backfired. <laughs> yes, like, it's no. backfired significantly. Or what would make Total Wolf more mad than Lance Stroll being better than them? Oh, my God. Man, Ethanon is really back in a big way, I think. And they know you're Carlos right. is... There is nothing they could... I He would rather be beaten by Haas than beaten by Lance Stroll. That's got to hurt. Man, that's good. All right, Ethanon is officially a segment again. We're on some next level shit, and now Red Bull is calling the shots? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's good for a new season. I'm I'm on board with a new villain. And just look at all the ways they're going to torture Charles this year. I don't He's probably going to get. That they have to do so. Wait, so or they're doing. No, it. no. So Signs is the one that is hacking Charles's car. So Signs is working for Red Bull. He went Latino mode. It has to be something <laughs> to do with Latino mode. <laughs> I, I, that feels racist while not being racist. <laughs> he said it, not me. That's true. He did. I, qu- I quoted. I'm quoting the show. <laughs> is this the I have black friends? Yeah. <laughs> no, I quoted him. I was saying he said he was going Latino mode. I don't know what that means, but gotcha. Um, the poor, the poor Mon- Monegasque driver is is facing his the wrath. poor Monegasque. You cannot put the words poor and Monegasque next to one another. It doesn't work. He's like the poorest Monegasque on the which grid. makes him the richest person in Austin. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, I just wanted to, I guess we already kind of touched on Aston Martin being the new. They're really good. The being the new pink Mercedes, except now it's a green Red Bull. 
Yeah, well, and, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because I, I don't know that Bahrain's the most indicative of the rest of the season as much as I wanted it to be last year. So we will see how that holds up. And I think, I mean, that's not weird to say, like, wait four or five races and see how things are going. But well, and also if they hired away a bunch of Red Bull dudes and made their car into a Red Bull that has a Mercedes engine, good for them. You did it. This was a good strategy. I don't know why more wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I was, you know, why that just seems like sound business strategy i wanted ferrari to hire the race strategist from red bull yes you uh, you made that abundantly clear last year pay her whatever it costs <laughs> all of the money all of the money in italy all right hey are we talking about fantasy on this podcast we can is, Wait, is I don't that know a thing i mean nobody wants to hear about anybody's fantasy football team ever so i don't imagine anyone wants to hear about anybody's fantasy f1 team we can touch on it we can touch on it in that I guess we learned how the scoring works for the first time. There's way Didn't more we? points than I thought there were. Yeah, I didn't expect I thought I scored like points. 42 and I got 300 and something. So I don't I still don't understand how the points work. I don't either. And well, I do know that when you have your main driver go out, that's real bad. Yes, can confirm. That's he worth negative 22 well. points, I think if I checked your team right. Did Teddy show up as negative 22 points? <laughs> He had like 28 or something after qualifying. <clears throat> yeah, he lost a whole bunch by not, you know, doing the race. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. The rest of my, my, my team was, I guess, looked okay. I'm not changing it. I heard he made some changes. Oh, wow. And I now that I say that, I can't think of who afterwards. it was. I don't think we can see the team until afterwards. No, I'm going to ride with this one for a few races. And ride or die? Happens. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'll just sub out Charles for Max in a couple races when I give up. Yes, when you decide to join literally everyone else in our league. <laughs> I'm not giving up. Okay, well, I'll enjoy the enjoy being a backmarker in our league. Yeah, it'll happen. Uh, I have an. I hey, I went back and found out what we used to call that segment where I ask yeah. you a technical question and you give me an answer. Uh-huh. was called Under Investigation. Yep. So I have an Under Investigation that occurred to me earlier today that I've been meaning to ask you, I think for years, and I just keep forgetting this. Okay. So AlphaTauri and Red Bull are both owned by the corporation Red Bull, right? Yes. And like AlphaTauri is kind of like the junior farm team the sister team is the term they sure whatever they want to call it i don't even care the farm team you know whatever it is and they obviously share engine right don't they uh yes okay they haven't always but they do now the question that i have is why does red bull not help alpha tori uh sporting regulations if they did that it would AlphaTauri would just get kicked out. Okay, but, well, no, okay, I don't mean necessarily help directly, like, here, let's build your car or whatever. But, like, if Aston Martin can go and buy the people to design their car to have the same body as the Red Bull, why can't AlphaTauri do that as well? They could, but, I, I mean, I don't think they have... There's budget limitations and things like that. It's run as a separate entity. It's not like a... Yeah, but it's owned parent- by the same... Yeah, I mean, the I think they do dude it at the end of the day. As much as people complain, I think there is a decent job of like firewalling the two entities. Um, 
they do the the driver development program is shared across both but that's not yeah but a lot of teams do that yeah that's not particularly weird right everybody kind of does that um there are complaints that they're closer than other people but then the same complaint was made over specifically mercedes and williams for a little while right and in both cases i would say that the results don't really hold up to a lot of scrutiny that hey these teams are the same no i think alpha tori kind of punched above their weight in the last regulations since the regulation change it's not worked quite that well you noticed uh, yeah it's got it's just getting worse every year yeah they're terrible now yeah they're bad okay i just was wondering uh, no i i think they're rather fair about it i mean i don't know maybe they're cheating I don't know. If they're cheating, they're doing it terribly. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, they're cheating the way that A and M cheats at football, which is certainly we are, but we're not getting any of the results that one would expect of what we're doing. Please send me the image of the World Driver Championship care or <laughs> Nick DeVries twenty X. Oh, I have that Photoshop, I'm sure, already on my phone. <laughs> Yuki Sonoda World Driver Championship. Okay, I have a witch driver said this. It's not a great one, but I'm not going to lie. They weren't all that funny this week. If it's no, 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 I already know which one it is. <laughs> I mean, it's not not obvious, but it's not that obvious. <laughs> also, I'm not that much of an asshole. It crossed my mind only for a few seconds. So the uh, radio, the person on the radio said, I'm going to tr- attempt to recreate the tone of the voices because that's really only why I found this amusing at all. Uh, on the radio you hear currently still P one to which the response was, Oh really? Great. Is that Max? That was Alonzo during qualifying. Oh, (laughs) and he was so, I don't know. I would almost call it bemused with like it. Surprised, like, like, oh, no, it was. He was always just kind of like, oh, great. Just un, completely uninterested in that information. I thought it was very funny. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, they they looked quick. They, I think everybody was right. They weren't as quick on Saturday and Sunday. Well, they were pretty quick on Sunday. They weren't as quick on Saturday as they had hoped. But they were still pretty quick, man. Well, yeah, we're talking relatively because I think after Friday, we're like, are they going to challenge Red Bull for the win? And actually, Ferrari and Mercedes are trash. But no, Red Bull is playing their own sport at the moment. Am I safe in assuming that you're not going to change your prediction for driver and constructor champion at this point? No, I'm not. I'm still playing the this is the optimistic look at it from does how does Ferrari have a path to win? But. No, I'm not changing my prediction. How does Ferrari have a path to win? It's the same one they had. I mean, well, you stay close. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, (laughs) lest anybody misunderstand, I get that this was one race and a track that is a little bit of an outlier as far as how it treats different car setups. So it is hardly a predictor of the season. I am still going to sandbag and say that we won, which means we will not win the championship. <laughs> I'm changing my prediction. To Checo. <laughs> to Checo. No. 
I'm not changing Max would my have pr- to be I'm like, not I'm kidding. I'm not changing my prediction. It's Max would have Max. to be seriously injured or something for him to even let Checo get close to winning. That's true. He would absolutely put him in a wall before he let him beat him. He had him buried on Sunday. That's true. Which Checo did give the good quote in the interview that said, falling to P3 at the start was really what cost him a chance at victory. And I was like, ah, love him. Best. He's the best. I love that optimism. Yes. Ah, he's the best. That's how I would be. If I was just clearly inferior, but I'm still doing good stuff. That's not fair. That's not true. I, I think I'd be pretty realistic about it. I'd be like, I know what I'm here for. Yeah, I think he does, but you got to give sound bites. That's true. I mean, uh, he's no, got so sponsors who need to see him on the TV. So he's, he's got to give si- sponsors, sound bites right? so that they want to interview him. <laughs> I'm serious. He needs the mouth off and see what See, Max's if you ever do, do become a race driver, I'm going to have to be your like PR assistant so I can help you understand these things. <laughs> <laughs> I will so, not be your trainer <laughs> because oh. then I'm going to be like, dude, we can have donuts. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just eat a donut. Like, I haven't eaten a donut in six years. <laughs> and you will now. <laughs> it's it's like race power pellets. I think Yuki Sonoda eats a, some donuts. Hell yeah. He loves snacks. Yeah. I, th- I imagine that he's got like in uh, Wayne's World, one of those things of licorice rope inside his car. <laughs> It's it's like where they've got that hose where they drink in their helmet, but he's got another one on the other side that's just feeding him Twizzlers. It's like the random races where he, you know, crosses the white line three times and gets a 15 second penalty. It's like, what happened? He's, the, the licorice rope broke. Yeah, he gets out of the car and it's all like wrapped around his neck and shoulders. <laughs> uh, so you said, how does Fry have a path? I mean, Charles could have been P2 in qualifying and maybe at least challenge for P1. Like that was positive. I mean, for what it's worth with the way that Checo started, Charles was P2 <laughs> in qualifying. Well, correct. But, oh man, that was hell too. Cause I wasn't even watching. I was just kind of following along and I was like, Charles isn't, I was watching the live time. And I was like, why isn't he on track? Why is he in the pit? And I was like, God, something's wrong with the car. Um, but no, he just was like, nah, I'm, Wait, you I'm didn't watch here. the race. No, the the qualifying. I was at a oh, okay. event for my kids. No, I watched the race. Um, but that was really that was really tough. But no, I mean Charles had a good qualifying. I think it took some confidence to be like, nah, he's good enough here. We'll pull him out to like they knew he was gonna be P three. Right. So they was... just decided to save the tires. Yeah, but like just that took a lot of confidence to be like, yeah, nobody's really gonna beat that other than Max and Checo. But uh that for I Ferrari, so Ferrari qualifying pace was very good compared to what we thought it might be. Ferrari race pace was probably a little worse than expected, but not necessarily insurmountable. Um, so that's kind of the thing. Don't give up a bunch of points. Don't have more failures. If they have failures again, it's over. Right, two or three more of these and it's done. Sure. But uh, stay close at Jeddah. Finish on the podium. Same thing as this week. And get incrementally better as red bull struggles to develop that's the same path it's narrow it's probably narrower giving up you know 15 points there but there is i'll throw i'll throw in one more thing they will have going for them i don't know when but it won't be long before some other 
team or coalition of teams will submit some sort of complaint and or allegations against Red Bull. Yeah, there's it's it's how how long and what will it be? Is this is this bordering on Ephanon? It'll be something on the floor. What will happen is one of them will have a failure here in the next five or six races and they'll pick the car up. And somebody, and somebody will point at the floor and say, you've floor. done that illegally. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That'll probably be where it comes from. Because it's not like last year. The straight line speed isn't mind-blowing. Ferraris is caught up on that For spot. sure. They have an advantage on rear tire grip, which Ferrari's struggling with. And that was calling it the DEG issue. You kind of wonder if Ferrari had had that wing that had the issues in practice, the prototype wing. The wobble they, wing? Yeah, if they can get that sorted, does that help the rear end? Right, there, there are things there that can be fixed and understood. The does, real it, concern, does it help the rear end to like wag it back and forth like that? No, I'm that's not, I'm not like an aerodynamics guy. Yeah, it actually does. It It just shifts, shifts the weight back and forth. You only heat up <laughs> It's like when you're standing in line and you put your weight on one foot and then you put yeah. your weight on the other. Got a little bit of deck over here, a little bit of deck over here, a little deck over here. It's like the Shaq Jeff where he's wiggling his shoulders. Just keep the tires cooled off. Now, um, so that would be the pathway. I think Mercedes has a further path because they don't seem to be optimistic about any aspect of the car. No, they are I, absolutely dejected. I think Aston's just happy to be here at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's really the whole, the whole thing is down to that most likely. I don't. Maybe I'm being a hater or whatever. I don't foresee Aston being a long-term challenge to Red Bull. If I had to rank any of the four teams, they're probably more so than Mercedes. Um, So really, the any hope for challenge is probably still Ferrari. Fair enough. a bleak statement to put into the world. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Where are we racing next? Uh, Saudi Arabia? Jeddah? Jeddah. Jeddah Street Track. Really? Yeah, that was that wild one last year where Max and Charles were both hitting the brakes before the DRS line. That's right. Okay, yes. Okay, cool. That tire's a little bit less, or that track's a little bit less tire um, sensitive. So that would be a place for Ferrari to maybe get back on their, their pace, let Charles do what he does on Saturday, and try to compete on Sunday, steal some points. Steal some points. Steal him off Checo. I mean, really, that's really the goal right now. uh, It's such a bummer that you're already this dejected. We're one race into the season, Sean. Well, I'm not not fucking throw the towel in. No, but I mean, even coming out of uh, preseason, I knew that Ferrari was behind. So it's the point is, is to maximize the points while you try to catch up on development. Okay. There's some things they knew they wanted to do the car. Obviously, Red Bull's got some too, but. Ferrari has bigger weaknesses right off the bat than the Red Bull. So, you know, if Ferrari can address some of those things, then they can get in competition for wins. But I don't think that's quite yet. Um, so that's the goal, right? Try to maximize points. Get a podium. If Leclerc gets a podium, they're kind of back on track. If he can get a second or, shockingly, a first, um, it would be that. I, I think it's fun because reading the news and the storylines, right? Like, it's over. George Russell said the season's done. All that stuff. And then, like rewind back to how it was after like three races last year like Ferrari had red bull buried right Mm -hmm. and then it was like oh never mind (laughs) like four races later this is the sean that i'm looking for the one that's sure that you're going to turn this around i'm not sure but i mean there's room for it it's just (laughs) kind of acknowledging that like overreacting to one race i mean is the best thing to do 
is it's most fun. It's yes. How you get clicks and, uh, and listens and all that. But, um, here's, yeah, I'll, I'll try here's to be optimistic. Hoping. Here's the hoping that's what I'll, happens. I'll try to be optimistic. Um, it's also lower expectations. I think last year winning, I had to contain my own hope. And now it's just like, well, I'm on borrowed time now. God, that's still so bleak. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the way you phrase that. Um, okay. I think we're going to cut it there. Okay. Nice. A nice quick one. Yes. Yeah, I feel like our last episode was really long. We hadn't talked in a long time. It kind of went all kinds of directions too. It did. We'll it have good. more. We got all season to spend more F and on and all sorts of bullshit about, uh, Schmore and strolls underground testing facilities, but it's up to some shit though. And clearly cars too goddamn fast. It was two and a half <laughs> seconds faster than last year in qualifying. Damn right. That's what that, mo- that that's what that Alberta money does. That um, some shady ass shit. <laughs> We're going right. to find out they're cheating their ass off. Oh, of course, but that's fine. They're going to spend like $30 million over the cap. And everybody's going to be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. No, but it's all, in, it's all in shell corporations and stuff. It's fine. It's in Canadian dollars. It doesn't even count. They're, yeah, it's all loonies and toonies. All right. <laughs> uh, well, please follow us on Twitter at FNGPod. I'm at DefNotChuck. Sean is at Sean underscore leg with two Gs. Hey, whatever you're listening to, uh, listening this to this on, uh, subscribe. Give us a review. That would be really cool. I think we have one single review, and it on was Apple, from like yeah. two years ago. Uh, so thank you to whoever did that. But yeah, give us a review. Uh, Ethan Demeter. I, I know. You know, uh, the give us the maximum number of stars that you feel is appropriate, knowing that. Uh, it should always be the maximum number of stars, in my opinion, but you do what you feel you ne- is necessary. Uh, thank you to RCBO5 for our cover art. Thank you to uh, Artificial Chris for our intro song. The track is Cat Mountain Drive off the album Gold Pulls. Go download his music. And uh, we will talk to you again after Jetta. Two weeks. All right. Thanks, y'all. All right. Take care.